Welcome to Bovine Banter with the Penn State Extension Dairy Team. I'm Daniela Rowland, and I'm a dairy educator based in Franklin County, Pennsylvania. Joining us today is Beverly Hampton Pfeiffer with the National Milk Producers Federation. And on today's episode, we will be talking about the Calf Care Quality Assurance Program. So thank you, Beverly, for being with us today. To kick us off, could you please introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your background and your role at NMPF? Sure. Uh, so I grew up in the Piedmont and, and live in the Piedmont of North Carolina. Um, your typical uh, farm and ag kid uh, just grew up on a little bit of a diversified animal ag operation. So very active in showing livestock and very active engaged in FFA and ag advocacy. Um, but unique to me, uh, alongside growing up, learning about caring and managing and raising uh, livestock of all sorts of species, also grew up on an agritourism operation. So that really gave me the firsthand look at the questions that come from those who were not and, and are not familiar with being raised on a farm or involved in agriculture. And also really gave me a firsthand opportunity about activist pressures. And so um, gave me a unique kind of passion to want to work on behalf of farmers um, and in agriculture, uh, shifting more from the defense to the offense when it comes to uh, proof points of, of what we do and, and why agriculture is so important to a thriving world. And so I've had the opportunity in, in my career to work for uh, several different animal ag trade associations on on-farm technical issues. And so my longest tenure, of course, has been here at National Milk. And so that is working with the farm program. So farmers assuring responsible management. Currently, I am the senior director of farm animal care. And so the animal care program, and I know that's not our focus today, but is the on-farm quality assurance program for the U.S. dairy industry. So about 99% of the U.S. milk supply is participating in that program. And it really outlines proof points and provides us with on-farm data to provide assurances to our supply chains here in the dairy industry. Great. Thank you for that background. And I think that that definitely sets us up with, with a little bit of the why behind some of these animal care programs that have been developed. And today we're going to be talking about the Calf Care Quality Assurance Program. So can you tell us the basics about it and why it was created? Yeah. So the concept of raising calves off of a dairy farm obviously is not something that's new or revolutionary whether we see veal production or contracted growers or whatnot but what we really the, the birth of this calf care quality assurance program really came over the growth that we've seen in about the last four five six years around beef on dairy um, and as we see a, a cow or calf with dairy genetics may come in and out of different sectors, whether that's the dairy industry, beef industry, veal, uh, independent calf raiser um, come in and out. We see questions uh, coming from the supply chain about what's best management practices, you know, um, dairy genetics and beef genetics and, and rearing of those animals is, is very different. So when we mix those two together, we get questions from the industry about best management practices. And so uh, we really wanted to take a look and, and to co-mingle the, the expectations and make sure that we, we were aligned as an industry. So that program or this program, CCQA, was really born out of a joint effort from representation from National Cattlemen's Beef Association and the BQA program, Beef Quality Assurance 
from VQA, Veal Quality Assurance, and the Dairy Calf and Heifer Association. We really got together in 2019 and said, hey, our members are getting questions from the supply chain. None of our programs on our own really answer all the questions that they have and really cover off on all these different raising opportunities. How can we get together and provide a service for our members and in turn the, the dairy industry and beef industry and the supply chains? And so uh, that's how it was born, uh, trying to work collaboratively across the different program area or different uh, pro, uh, industry sectors more so. Okay, great. Great. Thank you for that background. <laughs> And you touched on a little bit about partnering with the other, the national organizations to develop this, but let's, for this specifically, who were the stakeholders who gave input to help get this program in place? In all four of those organizations, all uh, have memberships that are made up of producers in that sector, so farmers and ranchers, and we really wanted to uphold and make sure that we had input from those, uh, from all technical groups and all experts uh, within those stakeholder groups. So initially, we had a, a task force that remains today that was made up of representation from each sector. So making sure that we had farmer input and rancher input, veterinarian input, animal science input, as well as some other allied industry folks into really having discussions about what was needed in this space. And then our second step was to do an analysis of all of our programs to identify where there were overlaps, where there were gaps, maybe where there were some slight discrepancies in how uh, standards or expectations were worded. And that really gave us our baseline um, of what resources and, and, and what we wanted to develop within this program. Good. Thank you. I think it's definitely important to have that broad stakeholder group involved in this and given the partnership with working with these other groups. So so how does this CCQA program overlap with the BQA or Beef Quality Assurance Program and then the Farm Animal Care Program? Can you talk a little bit about that? And no, it doesn't often seem this way, but our goal is not to create more work or more boxes to check for the producer community and farmer community. And so we wanted to provide some value add. And so if you're familiar on the dairy farm side, you know that we currently have a equivalency with BQA in the farm program. So if a dairy farm is participating in the farm program, they can also have that equivalency to BQA and they can market their cull cattle or young stock as being BQA certified, which is a requirement of most large packers and, and processors at this point. So we wanted to take that concept the same route with, with CCQA. So if, if someone is CCQA certified, which I guess maybe I should back up a little bit and talk about what are the, the accolades within CCQA. So the first one there um, is we do have a CCQA caretaker certification. So if you're familiar with the BQA program, you know that it certifies individuals and, and, and stockmanship and management and care of beef cattle. In the CCQA program, you can be certified as a CCQA caretaker, which focuses on uh, stockmanship, management, and care. And so that, if you are CCQA certified in that space, you also have the BQA equivalency certification, which lasts three years. On the uh, animal care evaluation side, so now the one thing as I speak to not having additional boxes to check for dairy farmers, this uh, program is specifically for those 
operations that are specifically raising calves without those lactating animals. So this would not be uh, eventually when we do have an audit. So that's the, the equivalent on the CCQA to the evaluation. Uh, we have an audit that we're working on piloting that's focusing on calf raisers. And this would not be an audit that would be an additional ask for dairy farms that are participating in farm animal care. So if you're already having a farm evaluation on your dairy, then you can check the box of having the equivalency of being CCQA audit certified. And that's really when we go back to having that task force led to make sure that um, we're, we're equivalent across the board of all of our program areas. And so we really wanted to work to have that equivalency both with the BQA program and our our CCQA caretaker um, certification, and then on the audit side, we'll have a CCQA audit, which will have an equivalency to the farm animal care evaluation. Okay, great. That That's um, great to clear that up because I know that could be um, a little, I guess, confusing for folks, and um, so that's good to know. So just to clarify then, you said that the CCQA is more so for custom calf raisers and not those who have dairy milk cows on their farm, correct? Yeah, yes. So this is for everyone else beyond beyond the dairy farm. So whether that's the veal operation, whether it's the, the heifer grower or the calf ranch, that's where a CCQA audit comes in and not for a dairy farms. Okay, good. Thank you. So what training tools are available with this program? So as I mentioned earlier, we do have that CAF caretaker CCQA certification that is uh, available very similar to the BQA program. It's available online through an online certification or uh, we have a, a facilitator certification where we have, I believe, about 50 or 60 individuals that are certified to be in-person facilitators. And so they um, they can give the CCQA caretaker certification. It's really a great resource and tool for veterinarians or allied industry that's wanting to provide services for their clients, you know, managers at operations that are looking for some type of onboarding education um, or continuing education for their farmers. <clears throat> like or for their employees. Likewise, if you are participating in the farm program and you know that you need that annual uh, calf care continued education or initial training for employees, this also checks the box for that. Um, so if you're looking for content um, for, for or focused on calves, that CCQA caretaker certification does that. And so beyond that, beyond that formalized caretaker certification, you know, we continue just like in the farm program, if you're familiar with the resources there, we continue to gather and promote resources that are created by other industry folks, um, extensions such as yourselves, allied industry, equipment manufacturers, pharmaceutical companies. But then we also try to facilitate the development of resources where they're to where we find gaps and questions that come in from the industry. So that's really what the training tools within CCQA are focused on. That's good to bring everything together in one place for folks um, for, for training or employee onboarding. So in, here in Pennsylvania, but also really across the country, we have a wide range of calf raising facilities. How does this program cover all those different calf raising methods? I will say developing a program to make sure that it's not too prescriptive and then is overarching for all 
facility types and all age classes of raising uh, is not an easy feat for sure, for certain. I bet, yes. So that is the another reason that we're very thankful for that task force group um, to be able to provide their perspective from the type of operation that they're uh, a part of so that we can make sure that all of those things are, are taken into consideration. And so as you um, potentially review the standards or, or expectations within the manual, you'll see that that uh, sometimes we elaborate on if we're talking about newborn calves or um, pre-weaned calves or if we're talking about post-weaned uh, animals or, or if we're talking about three or 400 pound animals where uh, we're able to rely on and, and have examples from the science or, or background or just industry norms, trying to capture all of that um, to provide different opportunities and, and state what may be the norm on um, that type of operation, but include all of those things, but definitely is something that uh, admittedly is a challenge, but something that we're definitely cognizant of and, and are very thankful for those diverse perspectives on that task force group. So switching gears a little bit to more of the dairy customers and those folks buying dairy products, what have you heard on the customer side and what has their response been to the program? Yeah, and I will say that you know, customer expectations, customer conversations are, are fairly diverse as well. It's not really a one size fits all or, or everyone's on the same boat. You know, generally, customers have questions, not just about this, but everything from, you know, environmental impact to uh, worker workforce related matters, you know, all the way to transportation uh Everything you could possibly have that that in honesty is some and honestly could be something that may be riskful or may be perceived some way, they're gonna have a question about it. And so um, you know, as as they continue to ask questions, you know, and as there's diversi diversification throughout the industry, you know, movement of calves in the southeast is certainly different than if we look at Wisconsin or if we look at California. And so a lot of those questions could be regionally based depending on how big the supply chain is that feeds into that customer. All to say, there's there's a lot of conversations and questions out there. In general, it's just that wherever that customer is based, where, whatever their supply chain is uh, exists or how it exists, they have questions top to bottom of how uh, things happen. And so uh, that's really another reason why we were so uh, adamant about creating this program is because we saw on the farm program side where there was traceability within the supply chain. So in those dairy cooperatives and some processors where, you know, and generally you could trace the calf if it went to a calf ranch and came back, the supply chain and dairy customers recognized that and they said, hey, well, what's happening to those calves? What, where do they go? How are they taken care of? What, um, what oversight is there? For those, for those ranches? Can we go and visit them? And so that's really what came in because we saw on the farm program side that um, co-ops were taking our dairy farm evaluation and taking out the calf section and taking it to those ranches or, or contractors and asking those specific calf questions. And so we said, hey, it's probably not the easiest resource to use because it's certainly not made for that intent. And so let's Let's try to create a resource that is more specific to that, is more accurate to that type of assessment. And so in general, customers are very appreciative. Uh, they feel more confident whenever risk is mitigated. And so they feel that we're 
we as an industry and, and those cooperatives and dairy farmers that sell them milk are working alongside with them to try to mitigate some of that risk and, and provide some of those assurances. So, uh, you know, dairy customers are, are very much aware of the shifting landscape of, of beef on dairy and, and shift in, in what the supply chain uh, looks like and, and processes look like because they ask a lot of questions. So in, in general, they're very appreciative and, and want to support and aid uh, dairy farmers and uh, ranchers and producers in this endeavor. Great. Thank you. I, and I do think it's great that the industry, the dairy industry and, and working with the beef side too have been so proactive instead of reactive to develop a national program like this. So switching gears a little bit on the training side, are any of these available in the training manuals or training modules that you talked about? Are they available in Spanish? I know a lot of the workforce do work on the the different, especially the larger farms, uh, might be Hispanic labor. So that calf care caretaker certification for CCQA is available online, the in Spanish and the training mo- modules online as well as we do have uh, resources and content available for those in-person facilitators if they would like to use Spanish um, resources as well. And we do have some native Spanish speakers that are certified instructors as well to try and aid and and be in assistance there. Beyond that, um, just like on the farm program side, we continue to try to gather up any resources that exist in the industry uh, that are in Spanish and encourage those and where we can aid in translation as well. And those are all available at the CAF Care QA uh, website as well as the farm program website nationaldairyfarm.com um, and we continue to try to fill those gaps as they come up as well. As we wrap up here do you have any suggestions for where producers can go to find out more information about this? Maybe you can yes, just uh, even give the website and and talk about yeah. that. Yeah um, our website is a great place to start calfcareqa.org um, I'd also encourage uh, producers to reach out to extension staff if they have any support or questions and, and, and try to encourage that conduit there. Um, National Milk staff is related to the farm program. So myself, um, you can find my information on that calfcareqa.org website, and I'm sure you'll share it out as well. Um, please let us know if, if you have questions or, or concerns or are in need of specific resources. To reiterate, uh, we want to provide this uh, as a service add. Uh, You know, you mentioned that this is something we're proactively doing as an industry, and that's exactly right. You know, this growth, uh, you know, it depends on whose numbers you're looking at. We see the displacement of of beef semen being, or dairy semen being replaced by beef semen and something like from four to six million beef on dairy calves. And so as this uh, sector continues to grow and flourish, uh, we know that resources are needed. And so we want to proactively provide those. So any feedback of needs of conversation is what we're here for. We, we really want to be able to be a service. And so appreciate those communications as well. You touched a little bit on it, um, some final messages, but do you have any other top take-home messages for our listeners today? You know, I I don't know if I have anything beyond that. I think that I just want to drive home that if you are a dairy farmer, this is not an additional ask. This is an equivalency. Um, if If you are participating in the farm program, you're already meeting the expectations and standards that are outlined within CCQA. This is really for those independent growers, those contract raisers, uh, veal operations, beef on dairy, 
um, growing out uh, animals there. And so um, there are some extra benefits if you're in the farm program from those equivalencies that we discussed, whether that's looking for resources to train employees to meet uh, the continuing education requirement within the farm program or, um, you know, that BQA equivalency if we're trying to market some of those calves or coal cattle. But we definitely think that this is an exciting space that we can be proactive in as an industry and uh, support this this uh, sector as it continues to grow. But we recognize that it's diverse and it will live uh, very much differently than the farm program because there's obviously not the structure of co-ops and processors like the farm program is implemented. So our goal within this sector is to create these resources, have them exist, and then when uh, co-ops or ranchers or farmers, supply chains need them, they exist um, and can be easily accessed. Thank you for all this wonderful information about the program and all the background that you provided today. So we appreciate you talking with us. And I want to thank you to all of our listeners, too. If you have any further questions about this topic, please feel free to email me at djr6158 at psu.edu. And be sure to tune in to our future episodes in our calf management series on our Bovine Banter podcast. Thank you. Thank you.